seems complimentary, even though it's rooted in men's feelings of superiority. It's when men say women are worthy of their protection, women and children off the boat first, or how they're more nurturing and therefore better at raising children. This kind of sexism is restrictive, and many argue it undermined Hillary Clinton's campaign. We have to speak the unspeakable, which is that people didn't vote for Clinton because of sexism, misogyny, and attitudes about strong, competent women. And still to this day, sexual assault is dismissed and women are demeaned as locker room entertainment, said Juliet Williams, a professor of gender studies at UCLA. These are issues that were put before the American people, and too many of them are still not getting it. While feminists agree on the goal of ending sexist oppression, they often disagree on the language of the movement, the application of its principles. Fights over who gets to hold the mantle and internal clashes over tactics can seem to muddle the mission. Is feminism Hillary Clinton's pragmatic ambition? Is it Beyonce's hashtag black girl magic? Is it a t-shirt proclaiming the future is female? Is it a slut walk? We've seen these debates play out with the Women's March on Washington. The rally, which began organically on Facebook, was initially criticized for failing to include any women of color as organizers. The team diversified to include Tamika Mallory, an African-American civil rights activist and former executive director of the National Action Network, Linda Sarsour, a Muslim who heads the Arab American Association of New York, and Carmen Perez, a Latina activist who is executive director of Harry Belafonte's Gathering for Justice. Organizers have since released a policy platform of unity principles, including the belief that gender justice is racial justice is economic justice. The march has also been criticized for failing to deliver a focused statement of purpose. Defenders say this is intentional to ensure the march, which seeks to bring together a diverse group of women, remains inclusive. The time is right for breadth, organizers say, which is why intersectional feminism is entering the mainstream lexicon. Intersectionality is the understanding of how women's overlapping identities, including race, class, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation, impact the way they experience oppression and discrimination. A white, educated middle-class woman experiences fewer systems of oppression than a poor, black, transgender woman. The term makes some people uncomfortable, in part because it suggests that white women recognize their privilege— and examine the ways in which that privilege can make other women invisible within the feminist movement. I'm a bit over how the mainstream narrative flattens the feminist movement to try to make it into the Sheryl Sandberg identity of feminism, said Sarita McFadden, a professor of English at the Borough of Manhattan Community College in New York City, who writes frequently on racial discrimination and black American culture. More than half of white women voted for Trump, while 94% of black women and 69% of Latina women voted for Clinton. The day after Trump was elected, many women of color woke up to the only America they know. I was disappointed, but I wasn't shocked, not in the least, McFadden said. I was hopeful for an outcome that demonstrated that America and my countrymen and women understood what the stakes were in terms of the election. They chose self-preservation over something more holistic, an America where there's opportunity for a variety of people that protects all the people who occupy this space and this country. Ruth Enid Zambrana, director of the Consortium on Race, Gender, and Ethnicity at the University of Maryland, 
said women of color have a long history of fighting for a voice in the feminist movement. At Barnard College in 1971, we walked out of a white women's meeting because they were talking about climbing the corporate ladder, and we were trying to talk about how to graduate African-American and Latina women from high school, Zambrana said. Understanding how sexism affects women of color differently is why Jennifer Young is attending the Women's March. I feel responsible as a white woman to hold people like me accountable for their privilege, said Young, 45, a therapist in the Tampa Bay area who works with trauma survivors. A big part of my feminism is knowing more about that and not asking my minority brothers and sisters to help me with that. I need to figure that out for myself. I don't think it's okay for me to sit back and be comfortable as a white woman. Last weekend, women who voted for Trump was a trending phrase on Twitter. Among those tweets, an oft-repeated word was strong.